Welcome to the Cheaper Than a Therapist podcast, where we, the hosts, Tasha and Taylor, self-made millionaires. Wait, what? Just kidding. We can't even afford a real therapist. So we started a podcast where we talk about relationships, parenting, life, marriage, dating, our friends' relationships, and everything else. So sit back, pour a glass of wine, and listen in. Let's get physical. Physical. What would you rather be seeing? My milkshake brings us a voice to the yard like, damn right, it's better than yours. No? Okay. Yeah. Anyways, can you talk for a second? Yeah. How's it sound? Uh, say it again. Testing. We just wrapped up day three of the RISE conference. Information overload. It was a good week. <clears throat> oh, yep, yep, sure are. Is that me? Let's, Let's talk together. Together forever. <laughs> yeah. So we are wrapping up day three. Oh, man. So much. Who was your so favorite much. speaker? I don't know. Of the sessions that we didn't skip. (laughs) Just kidding. We went to all of them. I, I feel like most of them had good nuggets of Mm -hmm. takeaway information. Um, I mean, Chris Hogan was really good. I, if I'm being honest, his voice, I think is enough to capture anyone's attention Mm -hmm. for a long period of time. Right. It's one of those that you're just like, tell me more. Yeah. He commands a room very well. Yeah. I mean, I think Rachel did a good job, you know, in some of the segments, especially when she brought people into like, you know what I mean? Let's break this down. Engaged members of the audience. Yeah. And then they were like, you know, here's my business. Here is what's going on. And then she would be like, okay, but why are you doing this? You know what I mean? It was, so I have been to a lot of conferences, right? I, not so much like business. I don't know. Yeah, I would say business conferences. Well, we've sat, we sit through a lot of like sales trainings and things for our jobs. And everything is so like high level overview, Mm -hmm. right? Whereas this was strategy. Granular. Like we're going to break it down and tell you exactly what you need to do, Mm -hmm. which is so rare in a conference. I don't understand why it's, you know, people don't do that on the regular. Um, it was good. Specific action items. Yeah, I would say probably for me, I was really looking forward to Chris Hogan's and I really enjoyed that. Like we talked about briefly earlier, I think because of where I'm at in my career um, mm-hmm. from a leadership aspect, it was very good information. I enjoyed Ed Milet's, but I think that it, I was expecting a little bit more strategy from it Yeah. versus just motivational, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's so hard to remember day to day because there's so much. Yeah, go back and look at my notes. (laughs) Yeah, and see who all is there. But I will say, and it was really, I don't know if it like hit me at the end, but as she was wrapping up, like these are grown ass adults, right? And so many, both men and women, just crying Mm -hmm. you know what I mean they it's like she she hit the nerve they had their aha moment like it was I'm vulnerable and you just you know made me see my shit 
Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Um, and I have just never been to a conference where people, I don't know, broke down their barriers and started crying when, you know, the thing that has been bothering them or that has been stopping them or that they've been afraid of, you know, has been brought to, mm-hmm. I don't know, it, Yeah, so let's just dive into that a little bit because we both have multiple friends who are like... Yeah. Anti-Rachel Hollis. Yeah, you're like, oh, I'm going to the Rise Business Conference. First thing that's said. And they have things to say. I'm not a Rachel I'm not Hollis not really fan. a fan of hers. Okay, cool. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But if I refuse to learn from people... That I don't necessarily agree with... I would never learn anything. Exactly. If you continue to stay in the circle of people with the same mindset, do you yeah. grow? And the value and the caliber of the speakers that were in the lineup at this event for the cost to of tickets... To here in person not like an online webinar yeah you would spend thousands brendan burchard like when will i have that opportunity he was a really good one too. yeah we forget about him because he was way early in the day day. yeah um yeah his was was phenomenal as well very high energy and delivers a great message but yes so like i know in the facebook group for this event a lot of people too were hesitant about like their spouses or um not finding anybody they related to here things like that but when you're in that room like the energy is that good and people want to say it's like a cult whatever it's not even that it's rachel hollis for me it's not that it's rachel hollis like she is a phenomenal businesswoman absolutely um but the energy that comes with people like seeing all those light bulbs click right for Mm -hmm. people who may have been struggling with a certain thing in their business Business, but just needed a message pitched a certain way or to brainstorm with somebody next to them or whatever that looks like is really freaking cool and so to see that emotion from both the men and the women um in certain sessions some of them i didn't get it probably because like we've been big into personal development for a long time so we've right. worked through some of mm-hmm. the harder stuff for us um but one of the things tonight when we were walking out we talked about was from a relationship perspective most of the men if they were there came with a spouse for this event I would say Mm -hmm. since this is our first one most of their work the rise events has been with women so I think that you don't always understand the emotions surrounding it but this might have been the first time both the men in the relationship or the women in the relationship realize like they haven't been the most supportive or they haven't encouraged their partner and so to have Dave and Rachel as the only couple presenting at the mm-hmm. event to hear him at the end stand up there and talk about how not always comfortable with what she wants to do or the ideas that she has but he still supports her and like they've had to work to get to that point I don't know I think it just clicks for a lot of people that are struggling with that in their relationships yeah and I mean the conversations that were being had at breaks at the end of the day i mean we witness people sitting at lunch like couples having tough conversations like this is what we need to do this is what we need to work on. this is what i need you need to quit doing (laughs) you know what i mean and so if you wouldn't go to things to put yourself out there and become vulnerable and maybe hear something you don't want to hear or that Mm -hmm. you don't agree with you know what i mean would those conversations have ever happened? When she asked the question, you know, is this your last ditch effort to try to save your business? And the people that stood up, I was just like, whoa. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, these are people coming in with a lot of, I mean, there's got to be a ton of stuff weighing on their mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to help find that clarity, I just give props to people for, you know, going out of their comfort zone and trying to trying to figure it out in a new way that's 
yeah and build I, a new community and to be really vulnerable about it like one of the activities was a checklist of 15 things that were things people are not typically comfortable talking about or proud of so essentially you stand up or you check all these things that you relate to whether like you owe money because of your business you've caused your family pain because of your business you've dealt with drug and alcohol addiction because of the pressure from mm-hmm. your business your career whatever it looks like all these different things and so then you stand up when she reads that line and to be able to admit to a room full of 6,000 6, strangers people. yeah that this is something that you've faced and other people stand up with you then there is a real power in seeing that and mm-hmm. so for people to be like oh well I just am not a fan of Rachel Hollis. Cool. She created the opportunity for that moment for people to find community in the things that they're most feeling the most shame about, right? You cannot like her and still take a lot from that moment that will impact your family's relationships, your business relationships, and how you talk to yourself. If you feel a lot of shame around something, you don't talk to yourself in a good way about it, right? Right. You feel like it's only you until you see that and then you go like in reality we know it's probably not only us but most people aren't transparent like you you and I are pretty good at talking about our (laughs) shit that we're going through um on and off the podcast and so a lot of people don't have that like we've talked about so much stuff in the last three days about like our bodies like women problems all kinds of stuff and I'm like I thought I was the only one who ever wondered that (laughs) (laughs) women need to talk about these things and I think she also made a really good point which hit home with me especially having children but could also relate with the family aspect when she was like would you ever let somebody talk negatively about your children or talk negatively about your family to you you know what I mean so why do you let yourself talk negatively about yourself like you know what I mean mm-hmm. like if somebody came up to your kid and was like you suck you're never going anywhere in life this right. is all you you're gonna be good for knock them out yeah and that's not okay so why do you let people do it to you like why do you let other people's opinions stop you and break you down yeah gosh there are a lot of good nuggets I should have brought my notes over so we could We'll, pull out our favorites. Yeah, like this is, this is just like a <laughs> we'll to reel you in, in further. To reel you in. You guys want more from this. So, the, so next episode, we'll we're going to in. dive into our notes and yeah. give you all of the good, juicy tidbits, tips and tricks. The, the big thing that I would say is I don't, people who are successful in life and not just in business um, tend to have a strong sense of self by that stage right and that comes from becoming more confident in the things that you believe or the things that you want to do or understanding your value and seeing your value in society your family your community whatever that looks like for you and I'm a big fan of events because of the energy that comes with it but when you listen to a podcast you can learn nuggets but you can also get distracted a thousand thousand different times but when somebody is on a stage feet from you like speaking life into you and saying they believe in you or saying you know here's what you can do to get here you know I'm not saying like you you need somebody to believe in you but cheering you on and telling you like hey I did this it is possible or so and so did this or here's this audience member that we'll talk to you who did this um there's a lot of value in that so and especially as a relationship to understand what your spouse or partner whoever 
is working toward and what they're passionate about. I thought it was so cool how many couples I saw in the audience. And I guarantee you not every one of them was on board with coming to this, right? Oh, for sure. But they showed up. It may have been a fight to get them here. (laughs) I I don't know. Like, it it just made me think about a lot of things, too, as far as my expectations around relationships and what's important to me, Mm -hmm. right? I thoroughly enjoy stuff like this. Like, do I need somebody to go with me every time? No. Is it going to be more beneficial if they want to go? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Do I want them to go every time? No, absolutely not. (laughs) Let's be honest. (laughs) But like, do I want to say, hey, as a part of my relationship once a year, I would like for me and my spouse to go to something like this and see what comes out the other side? Do I think it will make our relationship stronger? Absolutely. So long story short, just to say, like, I don't care what event it is, pick something that's out of your normal comfort zone, like not the industry you work in, not you know, something Maybe just something, in your small town community. Yeah, that is, you know, not that you fully agree with or not that you fully understand, yeah. you know, to help. Challenge build, it. Yeah, exactly. To get a new perspective or, and you might, you know, that might be your aha moment. Hopefully. Guys, it was so good. Like, you know, you're ready to take on the world, damn it. Don't get me wrong. Like, we don't, we absolutely understand that not everybody's in a position to come spend the money to go to an event like this, like the trip and everything mm-hmm. else. It was not a cheap investment by any means. Was it a good investment? And will I see a return Absolutely. on it? For sure. So don't feel like that is the thing that has to limit you. You can find events that have good speakers on a smaller scale. I've gone to free events in Lansing. Oh, for sure. And even like personal With Tony coaching. Robbins speakers, all yeah. kinds of things. Hop on the live videos on Instagram. Absolutely. Start to find that community. And then when it becomes a priority for you to be able to save and go to something like this like you will appreciate it even so much more mm-hmm. i listened to free content for years and years and years before i could afford or felt comfortable spending money on something like right. this but now i go to probably two events a year or one to two your company or people you work for or anyone yeah is willing to pay for it like Ask do them. not turn down that opportunity yeah put a proposal together but don't go to a <laughs> conference just because you know if they're picking a conference and it's like hey here's this you know whatever lame one <laughs> like that's not gonna get you excited about life right but if an event like this or i don't know a ramsey event brandon bouchard's event like mm. there's a ton of them that will bring this level of energy and value but you're gonna choose what you get out of it if you're gonna sit there and scroll on your phone the whole time or you're going to talk to your your friend and not paying attention like it's better that we don't sit together at these events right so we get distracted instead we're focused um these are things i saw over the last couple days but if you're gonna go like do your best to get the full experience out of it pack snacks because it always goes over bring Um, a sweater it'll be lots of coffee yep sweater wear pants (laughs) not never a dress all the things (laughs) Yeah, lots and lots of coffee. Did I mention that one? Yeah, and I mean, we've had a heck of a good time, too. We've gone out for dinner. We've gone out for drinks. We've made friends. We've entertained people on the shuttles because we're obnoxious and hilarious and a joy to be around. We've asked a lot of questions. Every time your life story. we meet somebody we new, fix you. 20 questions. We had some awesome Uber drivers <laughs> who we really analyzed heavily from the backseat. They I were think we great, gave some impressed. great life advice. Yeah, for sure. And I learned a lot from them. So, yeah. But that's the thing. When you get in that environment, you're like, hey, I'm, I'm learning. I'm growing. I want to lift up the people around me exactly. to do the same thing. And I understand that not everybody wants that. So that's okay, too. But it also means in the last five years, I've really shifted my circle to people who want similar things that I do 
mm-hmm. and that becomes more powerful as well. You can't always change the people you spend the most time with if it's family, for example, but you can choose to still go after the things you want to go after. Does it have to shift sometimes when you're accommodating a family or a spouse oh, who doesn't sure. support you? Yeah, absolutely. But you can still work and take small steps toward whatever that might be. Or as Tasha says, I have a million ideas. I just don't know. I which just one. don't know which one to start with. But, but I do. She's I about do. to invent the product. I came to this event. I was put in front of a woman who that could change your life. Put me in front of another person who could potentially change my life with a genius idea I have. So yeah, stay tuned. Because we here's the thing: not everybody can do this. There was one girl sitting at a table over lunch. We sat down, started making conversation, having a good old time. Another woman walks up. Hey, mm-hmm. can I sit here? Absolutely. Like there's a seat at our table. Really, we just wanted to come in and. And we were drunk the other night and told us there would be a bonus episode. So, so here's your bonus episode. But for real, come back. We are going to like break down some of the great things that we heard, that we took notes on, and you might find Rise out. 2020 is in? Austin, Texas. Next November, the November, 5th to the 7th. Yep. So, you know, if you were like, man, I should have went. And there will be new speakers, more speakers, better some speakers. Some of the best speakers that we had. Um, so now you have a whole year to plan. And budget. If this is something that you think you could really... Our one pro tip is don't feel like you have to book your ticket when they go on sale. Wait till closer to the event and people will be selling them for cheap. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, pro you want to save some tip. money. Otherwise, we might get an Airbnb and have it cheaper than a therapist party. <laughs> Let's not <laughs> we'll, get out We'll be super famous by then and have a meet and greet set up and... <laughs> I like your one-year goal. That's, See? Dream big. Yeah, get it, girl. You know, we might have, like, 12 subscribers by then. I like it. We uh, have 12 subscribers. I know. Get out of here. I was trying to be modest. Oh, I like it. This has been fun. Okay. Good talk. Have Bye. a good week. Bye.